Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of Mamba Moments. I just recently became a Lakers Nation staff writer, and we have one of the best in the game here who I talked to before and referred me, and just an all-around great guy, one of the best Lakers analysts I know. You can find him on the videos for Lakers Nation. My man, Matt Peralta. Matt, now... You have a great history with Kobe and the Lakers. And so where I wanted to start out is that you wrote an article when Kobe Bryant retired, amazing article for the Daily 49er. And one thing that I really liked in there is that you said Kobe Bryant meant so much the city of angels. And Kobe Bryant is global. He's got a lot of fans all around the world. So What exactly did Kobe mean to Los Angeles with you growing up in Los Angeles? It is so hard for people to understand outside of it. Oh, man. Uh, Kobe is like, you know, just part of the fabric, the lifeblood of Los Angeles and Southern California in general, I think. Uh, His impact with the Lakers obviously can't be, you know, stated in words. Um, But for the city, he was, he was everything to a lot of people growing up. Um, you know, he was their hero, their idol, their, their muse, you know, uh, to throw a Kobe word in there already, right. The muse, the muse cage stuff. Yeah. Um, it's honestly, it's really hard to explain, but Kobe just meant a lot to the city as a whole. He gave them hope. He, he was, you know, the person that they looked to when times were rough, he kind of embodied that, you know, that, that LA work ethic, that grind, grind, grind. And until you succeed and, you know, that Mamba mentality that we always talk about, I've got a canvas right up there. You can probably see it right now. Uh, I look at that thing every day, man. And so everyone from Los Angeles to California, California to the entire world, really. I, I just think that Kobe embodied a lot of these these traits, these characteristics that we could only ever dream of. And to see someone actually, you know, go out there full force on the court, off the court, whatever he was doing was just so inspiring. And for the city of Angels, for Los Angeles in particular, because he played for the Lakers, I think there was a sort of kinship, a bond with the city. Like we yeah. felt like he was, you know, raised in Los Angeles. He came here as a 17-year-old kid spent 20 years of his life as a Laker, resided in, in Southern California, Newport. And so, you know, he really just kind of felt like he belonged to, to the area, to the county, right? And I, I think, you know, that, that sort of bond, that familial bond with Kobe is something that a lot of athletes, you know, don't really get to build throughout their careers, but Kobe was able to do that. Definitely, man. That's an amazing answer. And uh, you really summed it up quite well there. So something else about your personal connection with Kobe, Matt, uh, with you, you know, covering the team now and, and how much the Lakers and Kobe have inspired you. You actually had a post on Instagram after Kobe passed away that you wrote a note and you said Kobe Bryant saved your life. And if you want to talk about that a bit, because it's it's always so inspiring to share our stories, to hear the stories of Kobe, to hear you can always learn from it. And so I would love to hear that because I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah, um, that was that was a week after, you know, the tragic accident with Kobe, Gianna, their other 
the other people in that accident. Um, it was at Staples Center at his memorial. Um, as far as the note goes, uh, back in 2014, I was an undergrad in college and I, I was going through probably the roughest patch of my life. Um, I know the topic and issue of mental health is a little taboo to talk about, especially in sports. But, you know, I, I was one of those people that was going through it. And for a long time, I, I did not have much joy. I did not take pleasure in things that I normally like to do, basketball included. And, you know, I, I just really felt myself drifting for a long time in college. And, you know, I, I didn't really know what to do with myself, honestly. And I, I, there, I went to some dark places, places that I, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy ever. And, you know, I, I think what really kept me around, and this is a little, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anyone can really relate to this, but uh, basketball is really what kept me around. Lakers basketball is, is what really kept me here on planet earth. It was just the idea that, man, if I, if I no longer was on this earth, if I no longer existed, I wouldn't be able to watch the Lakers and Kobe Bryant play basketball. And uh, for, <laughs> like I said, there were not a lot of things that were, that were happy for me at the time, but watching the Lakers play, even though mind you, this is the 2014 Lakers, the Kendall Marshall, Marcelo Huertas, Jordan Hill Lakers that, you know, we're, we're yeah. spoiled as Lakers fans today, but trust me, we've, we've had some bad teams and that was a bad team. Definitely. Uh, Kobe was just coming off of his Achilles. Uh, it wasn't long after that. He hurt, I think either his shoulder or his knee, but for a long time, I was just like, I just got to watch Kobe play. I just got to watch Kobe play. And, you know, he was not nearly the same player he once was, but you can tell he was still trying to, to be Kobe Bryant, to be that black Mamba, to, to go out there and leave it all on the floor, even though his body was metaphorically and physically breaking down. Uh, to me, that was just so inspiring. And I still loved watching him play. The fadeaways weren't quite the fadeaways anymore. The, the dunks were no longer dunks. These were lay-ins, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was just, it was just completely different players, sapped of all his energy and physical strength. But um, if, he, if he could work himself to the bone to get back to playing basketball, I, I could get through my rough patch as well. And that's really what kept me going. And that's why I have this canvas to remind me every day that, you know, it's a constant quest to be the best version of yourself. And when, when the chips are down, when you're at your lowest point, I, I think to myself all the time, what would Kobe do? And to me, Kobe would turn those negative emotions, those, those dark places and, and put himself to work and dig himself out of those holes and make himself a better person for it. And to this day, I, I credit Kobe for keeping me here. Um, you know, and so his passing just hit me so hard and, and I felt like I owed it to him to, to visit the, the Staples Center and say, hey, man, like, I never got to tell you this in person, but I really do think you saved my life. And, and, I, and I think about that every day, every day I think about Kobe and, and that specific moment. And, and that's something I'm never going to forget. And I'm always going to be thankful for him for that. Although it is usually uh, a lot of fun and games on this podcast, that was one of if not the greatest like kobe story i've ever heard it was so personal and i deeply appreciate you sharing that man that is awesome and so many people uh listening to this and who know kobe can relate been through a rough time go watch the kobe highlights watch yeah. what he's going and it, it just kind of keeps you going and uh and that's beautiful and when i i was fortunate to go to kobe bryant's final game from winnipeg manitoba canada flew out I also wrote a note, so that definitely resonated with me. And man, everyone listening to this really appreciates you sharing that uh, for sure. And so that is absolutely amazing. 
Now let's get into Matt. What is your all-time favorite and most inspiring on court Kobe Bryant moment? Man, uh, there's <laughs> there's just so many, right? Um, let's see. I think. Well, the first one that sticks out to me uh, was 2004. It was a regular season game against Portland. Kobe had just hit two basically impossible three-pointers, one to force overtime and two to actually win that game. Uh, Basically wrapped up the number two seed for the Lakers and gave them home court throughout most of that playoff. So to me, that was an amazing moment that I remember watching. And that's the first one that sticks out to me. Um, but as far as Kobe's, you know, personality, demeanor, what I think of when I when I think of Kobe, there's two moments in spe- specifically. Uh, one, the uh, the Matt Barnes ball fake to Kobe on the baseline. Um, yeah. That to me is just the most badass thing I've ever seen live. Um, 99.9% of people and players would have flinched or tried to duck if someone tried to do that to them in an actual game. But if you watch that clip, Kobe is stone-faced, staring at Matt Barnes, waiting for him to inbound the ball the entire time. And you could tell he wasn't faking it. And I just thought that was so cool and so emblematic of who Kobe was, is that he was scared of literally nothing. And that he was basically challenging Matt Barnes to say, you know what, if you're going to do it, then do it. Um, that, that to me was sick. Um, I still think about it. That GIF is saved on my phone and I use it anytime I need to reference Kobe Bryant moments. Um, and then the second one I think of too, has to be the Achilles free throws. Um, I don't know if you, if you remember some of the quotes that came after that game, but man, Kobe was trying to pull up his Achilles so he could finish the game after he knew he tore it. Who, who even says that? Who, who even thinks to do that? Uh, most guys would be on the floor, like writhing in pain or, you know, screaming or whatever. Kobe was like, let me try and pull this up so I can finish this game real quick and then I'll get it checked out. Like, <laughs> who even does oh, that? Yeah. And, and then in his post game quotes, it was the, you know, if you see me in a fight with a bear, pray for the bear. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kobe was just one of one, man, in terms of his mentality, in terms of, you know, how he approached things, challenges, obstacles, injuries, etc. cetera. Uh, but those free throws were so awe inspiring because, you know, he, he went to the line, clearly hobbled. We knew everything. We knew something was wrong. Calmly went in there, sunk two free throws, walked off the court with no help. Uh, and the Lakers would go, and a lot of people forget this, but this was against the Warriors, an upstart Warriors team that was pretty good. And the Lakers would actually go on to win that game. Um, and I don't know, man. I just, I feel like though that moment in particular signifies who Kobe Bryant, the player was, but then I also think it signifies Kobe Bryant, the person, because again, he, he's been described as a maniac, a genius, you know, all these, you know, you know, backhanded compliments, but he really was no yeah. one in today's NBA, I think would even try to attempt the things that he did that night. Yeah. So I don't think you'll ever see something like that again. And, and I think as far as Mamba moments go, those have to be up there. Absolutely. No, you just covered uh, some of the absolute best for sure as a as a Lakers fan in similar age. And that Matt Barnes moment, I mean, that was just that was inhuman and it, it just is inspiring <laughs> so and funny. whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, it was it was absolutely unbelievable. And of course, the torn Achilles uh, classic Tiger Woods himself called that a tough moment. And we know Tiger Woods is a pretty tough dude himself. So really, really inspiring stuff, Matt. And, you know, I also wanted to know, actually, since we're talking about Kobe, you're writing for Lakers Nation currently. Who is the current Lakers player that most reminds you of Kobe Bryant? Ooh, who is the current player that reminds me most of Kobe? 
Um, well, from a from a skill set standpoint, I, I don't think anyone really on the Lakers is built like Kobe. If I had to maybe guess, it'd probably be Anthony Davis because he seems to like that mid-range area that Kobe loves so much too. Um, you know, this answer might be a little controversial, but I, I think I'm going to go with LeBron James. And the reason yeah. why is not because of the, the player, even the mentality, but I think it's just the gravity of the athlete, the gravity yeah. of the person. Um, like, I feel like if Kobe and LeBron, if Kobe stepped in a room and LeBron James stepped in a room, the whole room would stop and stare and, and know that this like almost mythical or otherworldly being just stepped into their presence. Right. Um, and, and I think from a, yeah, just as a people standpoint, I think they just, those two people gravitate toward them as leaders for different reasons. Obviously Kobe was very much like a, I'm going to push you because I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to outwork everyone. And you're going to either follow my lead or you're going to get the hell out of my way. And LeBron James is more of a, I'm going to hold you accountable, but I'm going to pull you with me and we're going to work together. I know those are two different leadership styles, but I think they achieve the same goal is that they, they are able to rally their teammates around them and get the team to perform at their best. Um, and, you know, I, and I think when you're comparing two greats, LeBron James is going to arguably go down as the greatest player of all time. Kobe Bryant has an argument to be the greatest of all time. I, I think when you're trying to compare, you know, the accomplishments, the, the accolades of both athletes, I, I think there really is no one closer in today's NBA, not even just on the Lakers, but in today's NBA that comes nearly as close as LeBron James says to Kobe. Fascinating. Yeah, that's that's a really, really interesting take, uh, particularly, you know, you think of Anthony Davis, you think Kobe and right. in the playoffs. Amazing. And then with LeBron, absolutely. Kobe was the OG on his way out. The guy had been there forever and everyone still stopped and stared. And only LeBron James does have that kind of gravity. If you want to go a little further, sure, you can go with Damian Lillard, Dame time, the clutch shot. But in terms of pure gravity and star power, that's got to be LeBron. We're, we're talking, we're talking two superstars, two faces of the league, you know, two stewards of the Lakers franchise. Right. I think yeah. LeBron was the, was the clear cut successor to Kobe after he retired from, from basketball. Um, I, I couldn't think of a better player to take up the Lakers mantle than LeBron James. I know, I know people are going to quibble and, and argue that, you know, he's not quite the same, you know, as Kobe, but I, I think just again, as a leader, as a man, as a, as a human being, I think LeBron is, you know, the best candidate to take up that mantle from Kobe to lead the purple and gold. He, he led them to their last title last year. And, you know, I know things are a little bleak right now, but he's leading, he's trying to lead the charge for another one. Um, and, and I, and I genuinely think that LeBron James is the best player for this particular Lakers team in this current moment. Wow. Absolutely. No, I think that's a, that's a good call. I mean, to get into some really current stuff, yeah, there's going to need to be some Mamba mentality in game six and game seven at the time of recording this for sure. Uh, with that being said, Matt, one other really amazing picture I thought that you had was you posted on Instagram the photo of you in the Kobe jersey uh, writing. And I'm not sure if you were writing the notes or if you were writing something <laughs> on the cement, but it was a really awesome picture. And so I wanted to go through and it said, but you will always be my hero. And so obviously, you know, uh, a sad time, but I think looking at Kobe as your hero is really positive. So I want to know sort of what was going through your mind and if there's anything else you want to expand on um, that really defines that sentence for you. Yeah, no, that that photo is probably going to be my Instagram and Twitter profile picture for perpetuity. 
Uh, it was a really personal, intimate moment for me. And I'm glad that my friend who I was with at the time captured it. Um, you know, again, at, at Staples Center at LA Live, people all over the place were writing their their personal notes and farewells and odes to Kobe. And so that was just a very, very small snippet of me writing it. Um, and yeah, that, that little snippet I took in that Instagram caption, but you will always be my hero was the last sentence I wrote for that, that, that little, uh, bit that I wrote for Kobe. Um, I basically just thanked him again for all that he's done for me, for Los Angeles, for basketball as a whole. Um, I told him that, you know, the reason why I got into writing and covering the Lakers and, you know, pursuing, pursuing this passion of mine was because of him. Um, you know, for, for when I was entering college as an undergrad, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my career. Um, I just knew that I wanted to be in sports and, and that was because of Kobe and the Lakers. I, I love the Lakers to death. And the reason why is because of Kobe Bryant. And so Kobe is really the, the driving force or the inspiration for me choosing this career path of mine. And I'll always thank him for that as well. He, he's just a large part of my life. Like a lot of other people's. Um, I have a deep personal connection with him as well. I mean, again, I, I referenced it earlier. I, I credited him with saving my life, but I also credited him with giving me a sense of purpose and a sense of, you know, direction. And I, I can't ever thank him enough for that. So that's really what I kind of wrote in that note was to let him know, hey, uh, today is a really hard day for me, but the reason why I can go on is because of you. And, and I'm, and I'm always going to be grateful for that. And so writing for LakersNation.com is a, is a huge thing for me, like covering the team that I love covering the team that my favorite player, my favorite athlete, my, my first ever idol outside of my parents, like yeah. you, you couldn't really ask for anything more. And so I, I'm just so happy that I get to do that now. And, and really, again, I have to, I have to attribute that all to Kobe. Amazing stuff, man. Absolutely incredible stuff. Uh, brilliant insight and story and on such a, a deeply personal level as well. That is awesome. And so, you know, you answered a little bit of my career here, but you, you're a little bit of my question here with the career question. Uh, when you said that, you know, Kobe really inspired your career today. So I guess, you know, to close things off here, Matt, how do you really sum up, you know, how Kobe is currently inspiring what you do or the single greatest aspect um, that Kobe has really imprinted on your life that shines through in your budding and awesome career today? It's it's really just the mentality, man. I, I think, you know, I, I got by with being able to, you know, do my thing at my own pace and and turn in things and, you know, get the job done. But really, when it came to Kobe, I think it's it's a lot of no matter what you're doing, if it's small, if it's big, you know, if it's lofty, even throw yourself into it sacrifice the hours, put in the extra time, put in the extra work, even when no one's watching, even when you know you're not going to get praised for it. I, I think it's just that that attitude, that mentality to to give everything you have to something, because then I know you won't have any regrets. And I think for Kobe, that's why he was able to, you know, retire from the game of basketball so so gracefully it was because he gave 20 years of his life every day working at his craft, perfecting it, mastering it to the best of his ability. And it showed. And, and I think for me, I, I do the same thing. If it's my day job, if it's writing, you know, if, if, if I'm doing something simple, like working out or playing ball with my buddies, like I'm always attacking and approaching things the same way that Kobe did. And, and that will always stick with me for the rest of my life. I, I couldn't think of a better example or a better model to follow than that guy. And, 
and I, and I think it's going to serve me well, honestly, if I, if I, I've seen what, what, you know, constant and tireless work will get you. And, and I think if I can follow that same, that same lead, that same model, I, I think I can get to where I want to go. And again, I, I have to thank Kobe for showing me the way and showing me that, Hey, you throw yourself into something wholeheartedly, fully with full dedication and passion, you'll get to where you want to go. And, and that's what keeps me going every day, man. Wow. Matt, I mean, Kobe Bryant himself was one of the most inspiring individuals ever. And that's part of the deal uh, with this podcast, as well as, of course, all the foundations, uh, all the proceeds going to the Mamba and Mamba Cita Sports Foundation that I make is to, to really, Kobe inspired us so much. And so to share those inspirational stories and inspirational wisdom, I would Google his name every day. And so I didn't want to lose that inspiration. And so now these are real life, new Kobe stories, new insights that are being shared. I want to thank you so, so much for coming on today and, and doing that today. Everyone, uh, please, you know, follow along with Matt. The guy is a, a superstar, star on the rise. Great dude. And Matt, Matt, give your plug. Tell everyone where they can find you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind, Skylar. But you can find me uh, on Twitter. I'm there quite a bit. Uh, find me at underscore Matthew Peralta. You can also hit me on Instagram at Matthew Peralta. Also check out my stuff on LakersNation.com, please. Uh, I appreciate any and all support I can get from you guys. Skylar, I can't thank you enough for having me on to share these stories because th this has been a blast. Um, I, I love Kobe just as much as the next person. And I think being able to share my own Mamba moments and, and stories with, with your audience is great. And I hope someone can take some inspiration and, and take this and run with it because that, that's, what, that's what the goal is. We want to make sure that everyone is successful and thriving. And, and I think Kobe would be happy to hear that and see that. Absolutely, man. You can't sum it up much better than that. So everyone remember to uh, check out Matt's stuff. We're both on Lakers Nation now. Amazing stuff. Both grew up following Kobe. And so remember to subscribe, download, review, uh, because any and all proceeds I'm personally able to make will go to the Mamba and Mamba Cita Sports Foundation. With that being said, Mamba out, Mamba forever. That was an amazing episode with Lakers Nation staff writer and podcaster, Matthew Peralta, a website that I am now a part of as well. So subscribe to their YouTube channel if you want to see more of both me and Matt. Stay tuned next week for a very special WWE wrestler who is part of Lakers Nation. Remember that all proceeds I personally make will go to the Mamba and Mambasita Sports Foundation. So please make sure to subscribe, share, five-star review, and download each episode so that we can really get to that goal of being able to raise funds. Mamba out, Mamba forever. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.